Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Your Vision. My name is Max and I'm here with my incredible co-host, Alex and Bart. I feel like you sound incredible, a little bit fatigued, but I mean that's okay. Like I'm not tired of you. Oh. I'm like with our incredible host, Max. Aww. <laughs> is that the first time we've ever said anything like that? It's like <laughs> six years of this <laughs> like called him out for it no been like our incredible host max i think we always just let him call us incredible yeah wow. you deserve you deserve it it's been enough seasons for you to finally get some recognition <laughs> wow so flattered i'm glad i finally earned your love and trust <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. i wouldn't say love <laughs> I would say like like professional respect. <laughs> <laughs> like you you've reached you've reached a level of collegiality where uh, we're gonna stop texting behind your back now. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> really flattered to hear that. I love Just you guys too. We love you. <laughs> we all love each other. It's all an act for the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did get feedback once or just like I love you guys your guys' podcast you guys are so mean to each other I mean yeah sometimes the cuts are pretty deep not gonna lie but that's why we're all in therapy so it'll all work in the end <laughs> <laughs> alright well uh, this week we have four more songs for you guys from this year's Eurovision Song Contest so we will be going over the entries from San Marino Poland, the Netherlands, and Cyprus. Sorry, that was a pause. I'll delete that later. Wow, as soon as we compliment you, you just, like, give up trying. (laughs) You're getting the country. It's late, okay? I'm so tired. (laughs) Yes, our first entry for this evening is coming from San Marino, a.k.a. Stan Marino. But let's see if they live up to the name this year. So San Marino once again held a <laughs> ridiculously massive national selection called Una Voce per San Marino, featuring acts like Eiffel 65 and last year's Albanian entry, Renella Hayati. But in I know, the end, once I saw on Insta that she was competing and she didn't win, I didn't know how to feel about it all. Yeah, spoiler alert, not Renella Hayati this year. It is, in fact, a band called Peaked Jacks with the song, Like an Animal. Let's take a listen. Written by like ChatGPT, 
Like, <laughs> like, really bad. I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated everything about it. Like, I can't even. I just want Ronella, okay? Just give me something else. Not this. Whatever this was, it's. No, 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 no. Okay, anyways, now, please, you guys, let's hear your input. I did not like it. I wanted to end it, like, one minute into the performance. So that is my opinion. It's tough to sit through. <laughs> like, I just, it's, oh, my God. And in this year of bands, like, we have so many bands, and this is just, like, my apologies to Ireland. I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't think it could be worse. It, it got worse. Like, this is... Like, Ireland is cringy in the way that it's just, like, kind of really generic and, like, I don't know, just, like, they clearly didn't, it didn't seem like they put a lot of thought in the lyrics, but at least it wasn't, like, gross and cringy in, like, in that way. Like... The word gross is, yeah. It's gross. <laughs> I feel gross. And, like, I don't know, I guess the first time I watched this, I didn't have closed captioning on. And this time I did, and I regret it. I regret it. <laughs> I didn't know what the lyrics were before, and now I'm sad that I do. And it's also just bad. It's shouty, and, like, maybe it's a sound in that, like, venue that they were putting this together in. But, like, it's shouty. It's not compelling. I am, I hate everything about it. I, there's no presence there. My body felt like it was being physically assaulted, like maybe someone had like put Rufalin in my drink. And I know I'm in my apartment by myself, but like that that entire performance just felt like an assault. Yeah, this was like quite tough to watch and listen to. And I didn't really listen to the lyrics, but like what I did hear made me quite uncomfortable. Um... I don't know. I just, like, don't like this world where, like, San Marino tries but doesn't actually try at all, which is, I feel like, where we are. Um, and, like, last year getting a Laro was, like, so amazing and it was, like, so camp and wonderful and this just feels, like, so mid in a way that just is kind of, like, not the vibe I'm looking for. Like, I could see, like, I guess I could see, like, why that people could find this enjoyable, but I just... I just, I just did not, to be frank. I don't have much more to add based on what you guys said earlier, but I feel the same way. Yeah, it's just, why? Like, I don't know. San Marino, I feel like, in the past has just delivered us a lot of joy, and this has none of it, so I guess maybe that's also part of my disappointment, why I just really don't like this. But also, like, again, I, there's just so many other good bands participating this year that, what is this? Like, what's the point of this i don't know it just it's yeah they should know it's, better by now send sunit every year and or rotate sunit and valentina manetta i think just san marino's not living up to our expectations which is unfair we shouldn't put that on them but at the same time like you had uh, like over a hundred potential entries and this is what you went with like that boggles me like how bad was everything else you know <laughs> that's what i want to know but no, I mean, like, okay, you look at this, and then you, like, look at the very low standards that we set for the UK, you know? I mean, 
I like our standards. I don't think we should change anything. I think that these countries and these selection committees and these voters need to just cater more and like listen to our podcast and know what we're looking for because this has never been it, okay? Never, never have we given any ounce of interest in whatever harassing shit this was. Like, I'm sorry. Now I'm upset because I was excited for Stan Marino. Like, we were so excited. And I feel physically, like, I feel punched in the face. You know? It's like you expect a friend to come through the door and instead someone just punches you in the face and walks away. Like, no one wants that. And that's what this is. And there, that I've said my piece. I'm sorry. That 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 is all I will say about this song ever again. I think all I have to say, Alex, is that you still don't look as disappointed as you did listening to Denmark this year. <laughs> I did forget. We were supposed to do a check-in last episode. Do you like Denmark yet? To be quite frank with both of you, I have blocked it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, Denmark's not in Eurovision this year. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're having enough issues with our new government to figure out what the fuck is going on with Eurovision. So Denmark doesn't have an entry. It's very sad. Okay, well, you can add this to the list of blocked entries from your mind and hopefully just Eurovision in general. Oh, I, I will. I will. Block from the final. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's... <laughs> Let's recover from getting punched in the face by moving on to Poland. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop laughing about that. Um, Okay. So Poland um, is sending Blanca with the song solo. Uh, A little bit of controversy out there about this being rigged, but we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to take a listen and see what we think. Let's get it. Baby. With you I lost myself baby What happened to you? I thought I knew you But now it's time to face it High and cold, high and low Messing with my mind No, oh, oh, it's not how it goes So let me spell it out Now that it's you doing up there like come on (laughs) like i I really don't understand how like pull it like we talked last time about how like people get like the vibe and it's like a wacky year and like i just pull and it's just somewhere else like it's just like watching it you're like this is not what we want right now we don't want like 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 like, 50-cent store Ariana Grande, like, walking around the stage to this, like, bad pop song. <laughs> like, I really want to try to like it. And, like, 
there's a couple parts that are a little catchy, and then uh, I I I don't feel proud. It's that's <laughs> I really put this in like the bin with Alex. I'm just like I want to act like this didn't happen. Like <laughs> something's wrong. So there was a glitch. There was a glitch in the Matrix somewhere that led to like I think maybe she was sick. I think she might have had COVID while she was performing. Okay, so this, I feel like we're in this in-between era of, like, women who think that they can pull off, and to be fair, it's really only Dua Lipa, who pulls off the, I'm uninterested, I'm a cool bitch, and, like, we're here for it, we're really thirsty for it, but, like... Blanca looks straight up bored, like, as if someone forced her to be there, like, clearly trying to pull off even some Maruvish dance moves, but, like, with no enthusiasm or charisma, right? Like, does not like the song herself, so I don't know how she thought she could sell it to anyone else. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, no, no, the Polish Ariana Grande Dua Lipa vibe thing just did not it didn't work i see where like they were going with it um but on all the components on like all the indicators where they were like let's try to hit this they failed on every single marker (laughs) i don't even want to mention dualip and ariana grande in the same breath as this because like she just this looks like like a (laughs) <laughs> like an off-brand pop star performing on a cruise ship for a bunch of old men. Like that is, <laughs> that's the entire vibe. And she's, I don't even want to say she like looks bored or isn't trying because I think she is. She's just getting these weird looks at the camera. Like she's like just really trying to like be really good. And then it's just not working. It's <laughs> so, then, I mean, obviously I'm sure you've all figured out we're talking about the national final performance because it is so bad. I mean, it's off-key for the first, like, half. And then just these, like, really forced dance moves. And, yeah, she's clearly not having fun up there. The dancers are not having fun. Half the time, it's just, like, focused on the dancers. And, she like, at the end, like, when she's trying to go back to, like, the big letters that say Blanca, like, it's just focused on the dancers for a full, like, 15 to 30 seconds. And she's nowhere to be found except singing, like, in the background. Like, <laughs> everything about this performance is wrong and it's not just her it's like the camera angles and the staging and truly everything about it but even if you look at the music video like it just looks like they took an instagram model influencer woman put her in like a fun tropical location like like every fucking influencer and just like gave her the most generic song in the universe to sing right like it's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the national finance performance is like is funny to me for how tragic it is but the the music video i'm just sad like what where did this come from why is this here what is it doing here it, it's offering you absolutely nothing like truly nothing like give us literally nothing yeah and i think they tried give us everything right and in trying everything it turned out it was like they diluted absolutely everything to the point where it was just like, man, this is like, 
when you make coffee in the morning, but you use yesterday's used coffee grounds and you try to just like get another few cups out of that moist, old, moldy coffee that's been sitting there for a full day. That's like what this was. I really have to say that I think we need to end on one more metaphor. And to me, it's giving like the bad RuPaul performances where like she like can't really like walk anymore and it's just like phoning it in to promote her bad single crossed with like the twink from like LA or New York who like thinks they're really hot shit and like gets sent home first in the lip sync for your life because they can't dance. <laughs> like that's what this is giving to me. It's like I really can't tell if she's trying really hard or if she's truly like get me out of here, you know? Like, I just I cannot tell. I think it's tell. kind of like a psyop, though, and she's going to be really good at Eurovision. Like, she's in the Madonna boot camp right now, and she's just going to come out like a full pop star, and we're going to be, like, really shook. It's just going to turn into Vox Lux, honestly. Okay, great. Let's move on to the Netherlands. Completely different vibe, full 180. We're going to... uh Take a look at Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper, who will be singing the song Burning Daylight, representing the Netherlands at Eurovision. Let's take a listen. This year, I'm in this weird, like, Eurovision upside down because normally, like, I'm, I mean, I think if you listen to this podcast, you know, me and Bart, also you are just, like, initially probably pretty dismissive of ballads. But every ballad this year, I've been like, okay, initially I'm like, a ballad. But then I listened to it a second time, like, this is really beautiful. And the fact there's, like, so few of them this year, like, usually we're starved for bops. And, like, this year, I feel like we just have, like, three really good ballads. And this is, I, this is one of them. I really, really find this gorgeous. Um, I think it's just, like, a really good, solid duet of a song. Like, it's well-structured. It's really well put together. It has, like, a really good crescendo, really good, just culminates really well at the end. Their voices match really well. It's got this, I think... Like Amsterdam, as we know, it feels like in in the context of Eurovision, like feels like it really wants to be Nashville. And this does give me huge Nashville vibes, but not in like a country way, but just like a in the sense that like, okay, like they found like two really good artists, they put them together, it's a good collaboration, and then it came out with something really beautiful. Kind of I think kind of what happened with like in 2014 with the common limits where like they just kind of put these two artists together and it really made magic. So 
I don't know. I just, I really like this. It's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was really pretty. And I thought that um, after <laughs> the other things that we listened to in this episode, it was like truly welcome. Like, I don't know if we had put it in an episode up against like some of our favorites, if I would have loved it as much. But like, honestly, I was like clinging to my laptop screen. I was like, oh, dear God, yes. This is so beautiful. <laughs> I needed this. I just needed some form of normalcy. Just like people who are really good at singing, who are really good at harmonizing. And yeah, it's a traditional ballad, but I, I needed it. This <laughs> it was the perfect brain cleanse after Poland and San Marino. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry because I have nothing to add because I feel like it is like a little boring, but it was just like so pretty and beautiful after feeling like I was like kicked while I was down for two songs of like brutality. But I'm like, oh my God, like, Music really opens your eyes to, like, the beauty of life, you know? <laughs> like, that's kind of my vibe after listening to that. So so to continue with, like, the metaphors, like, we ordered the wrong appetizer and the wrong cocktail, but now the waiter brought out this mint sorbet that's really cleansing our tongues before we, like, continue on this journey, and we've never been more thankful. Just to get the bad <laughs> taste out of our mouth with something just, like, really nice and pleasant. Yeah. For sure. I just, I think this is like, the Netherlands is once again kind of like on, like they just deliver like a really good package. And even if it's not the most exciting thing that's out there, I think you just can just take a listen to it and just really appreciate it. And like when it comes on, you can be in your feelings for three minutes and then move on to a a bop or something. You know, like it's just really pretty. It's a really good entry. And the Netherlands, like once again, showing us the, they know what they're doing. They have a really good music scene and people take this seriously, you know? Yeah, no, actually, uh, as you were saying the first part, I was going to say the last part as well. I think that they're just showing that um, they do have a competitive music scene that like is fire, like that, that they have really good talent and country, which I'm proud of. Yeah. And it's been 10 years since um, Anouk who, in 2013, who was like, I think credited for like really bringing Eurovision, like, like making it serious in the Netherlands, like actually bringing quality from the the Netherlands to the contest. So I think this is like, it obviously all culminated in Duncan Lawrence winning in 2019, but I'm glad to see that the momentum hasn't really like gone away, that they're still really providing us with good quality entries. And they tend to be, yeah, like they tend to be ballads. They tend to be, something that's a lot prettier, but it's always something interesting and something really that we highly appreciate just as music listeners, you know? Agreed. All right. So let us move on to our final entry for the evening. And hopefully, you know, the Netherlands set us up for like a really great, you know, main course. We'll see. I probably shouldn't have said that. We'll find out. Anyway, actually, this is our second Australia Decides alum who's actually made it to Eurovision this year. So this is Andrew Lambrew, who is Australian Cypriot. And this is his song, Break a Broken Heart. Got used to all the ways it looked. Feel, 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 feel,
video and I thought that I mean I like his voice I, I I think it's like a fine song it's not like one of my favorites my immediate concern is after I saw the vocals of San Marino I'm like okay but can he actually pull this off or is it gonna be kind of like trash live I don't know but ultimately I think that it's it's a fine middle song, a fine middle pop rock song. It didn't super excite me. It didn't offend me like the first two. So, I mean, based on that, this would be the winner, you know? <laughs> but, uh, and I might even like give it a few points, but it's not, it's not a top contender for me. It just isn't as exciting, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it could always be different live, but something about it just, like, really didn't grab me, which maybe, like, it's just the end of the podcast, but I feel like it might not be. And again, it's just, like, his voice is fine. It feels, like, perfectly well-constructed. But I think, like, this is one of those things where it's, like, in a year with so many, like, interesting off-the-wall entries, like, you just kind of listen to this and you're like, oh, that's nice. But, like... It's not particularly well done enough or, like, grabbing or personal or anything that, like, it's really, it really stood out to, that it stood out to me. Which, again, like, I could definitely see, like, sometimes Cypress will really come out with a great staging and, like, we'll see if that happens. Um, but, yeah, as of now, I'm definitely not, I wouldn't foresee giving it points. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys that it's, like, I think as a song, it's perfectly fine and he does have a good voice on the recorder version. Uh, there's something, like, I think, there's something that bugs me about the studio version here, and I think it's the production of it, in that, like, it actually feels like it's just starting at 100, and then just kind of stays there the entire time, so there's not really, like, like, even when it tries to get quiet, it's not, so that, like, I don't know, it kind of, like, I don't know if it irritates me, but it just like, kind of almost hurts my ears, and not because he's not singing well or something, but it's just, like, there's no ups and downs there, even though it tries to. And I think it might come across better live. Like there might be like a huge moment at the end where he's like really, you know, belting it out and stuff. And then like the, um, the verses and the bridge are able, like they're able to like make that a little quieter, but something in the studio track that doesn't happen for me because he just like really hits you right in that face with that. Like at full volume at a hundred. Right. And then it just, also, Max, you nailed it. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> also, I'm really sorry, but like while we were talking, I looked up because I hadn't actually, I wanted to see the chronology of the lineup for semi-final two. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think this one will be fine. <laughs> because you have Poland and San Marino and Denmark in this one. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a there's a world where this does pretty well because they can stage it right and it can be mixed well live and it sounds really good live. I just want them to fix whatever's happening in that studio version and I don't want them to just like come in belting, you know, because I think like there's a way that they can start this off quiet and build and then you have that catharsis at the end. Um, and like a really big vocal moment, but it's just, I, it's not happening in the studio track and that bothers me. And so it also makes me not want to listen to it. And so I can't get excited about it, you know? So I hope they fix that in like the actual like live performance and at the contest, but we'll see, I guess. It's really got to earn its place in that final, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, But even if he didn't try, <laughs> he wouldn't be last in, in his in his semi. <laughs> I'm sorry. That second semifinal is so weak compared to the first semifinal. Like it's the most lopsided in a while. <laughs> oh, I've never seen it so like uh what's it weighed before, I feel. Yeah. The the first final the first semifinal is absolutely like <laughs> like stacked and like there's like very clear winners and losers and I think it looks like the second semifinal like I think there's just like a lot more like a lot of these like obviously some of them are very bad and we've talked about those today but there's a bunch that are like and there's like two or three that are really good and that'll definitely make it and then there's you know. I think literally 14 songs competing for the other like seven spots that and any of them can make it. <laughs> it just totally depends on the staging. I mean, through the, through the lens of this, I don't think that the Netherlands are really, I think they have a much better chance than <laughs> some of these other ones, but I think it just, again, depends on. Well, they're in the, they're in the first semifinal. Oh yes, you're right. Sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> I hope that they, I hope the Netherlands makes it. I'm not the most confident about it, but yeah, no, no, the, 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 I mean, one of the reasons why I looked at it was I was just like curious as to what kind of competition that would have. And I'm like, mm, if like I could choose <laughs> a semifinal to be in, like if you just stood there in silence, you could probably get through semifinals. <laughs> I think even if you just provide like a perfectly middling performance and song, like I think this is, you can probably get through the final. Yeah. And good for Andrew. Like, I know he's been trying to get to Eurovision for a while, and I'm happy for him. I think there is potential here to show off his, like, you know, his voice and what he can do. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not getting it from the studio track. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say. (laughs) And I've said it four times. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any other words on this? No, I think we're good. All right. Well... (laughs) It's quite the episode. I think we're uh, a little drained from <laughs> having to listen to San Marino in Poland. But, you know, every year there's a few winners and a few losers. So I realized during Cyprus I need to get my laundry out of the dryer. And then that's all I could think about for the rest of the song. I just have a question for Bart. Now that we've heard Poland and Denmark, who do you think is worse? Blanc was sick. She's gonna, she, I, she's gonna come back. She's gonna come back. 
I do like that our two countries picked the like industry plant song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You true. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know because Denmark's not competing this year, so like it's difficult to tell. But <laughs> well, my country is usually is like has been banned from the contest for the foreseeable future, so. <laughs> So, At least you guys get a chance. For this year, Max, I feel like that just means that you're lucky. Like, <laughs> they probably come out with like the most offensive song. <laughs> yeah, like Belarus, like what they tried to find in 2020. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, whatever year that was. Uh, yeah, maybe I should consider myself lucky. Alas. <laughs> Oh well. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think I think this particular episode is is dying out a little bit, which I do not blame on us. I blame on on the content that was provided. <laughs> great. I think that's a great great thing to blame it on. <laughs> um, well, thank you all for listening. Uh, hopefully, next week we'll have some uh, better tracks for you, or tracks that we like more. And if you disagree with our opinions, please feel free to tweet at us. We are on Twitter at SSE underscore pod. We'd love to hear your opinions. Yeah, if you disagree super strongly, then like we can bring you on our podcast so we can berate you for being wrong. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, you actually do have the chance to voice your opinions because we are once again opening up our Star Spangled Jury for all of you listeners to participate in. So all you have to do is send us your top 10 tracks from this year in order to starspangledeurovision at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter, your top at SSE underscore pod. Just let us know what your top favorite, your favorite 10 are in order, the way you would rank them and give them points. And before the contest, we will reveal who our fan favorite is. All right, everyone, we hope you have a good week and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you guys next week. Thank you.